Hey there, and welcome to the Brave Marriage Podcast. I'm Kinsey Dzinski, a licensed marriage and family therapist and certified professional coach. And this is a podcast for couples who want to grow as individuals, do marriage with intention, and live mutually empowered, purposeful lives. I'm so glad you're joining me today because we have some things to cover this month. If you're new to the podcast, the way I work is I pick a podcast topic for the month, which listeners give their input on. And this month, we are talking about our families of origin and how our upbringing impacts us both personally and relationally. This topic was most requested after transition, which we covered in the month of October. So again, if you're new to the show, what you can expect is about a 15-minute teaching every Monday on issues related to the topic of the month. And at the end of each episode, I have an action step for you and a prayer for your marriage for the week. But before we dive into today's topic, this podcast is brought to you by my free research-based relationship quiz. Have you ever wanted a professional insider's look at your relationship? Well, I've created a short quiz that lets you in on the state of your relationship based on four different components of marital health. After taking the quiz, you'll receive an immediate score, plus a description of your score will be sent straight to your inbox, followed by one action step, next steps to take, and one prayer for your marriage. To get in on that free resource, just visit bravemarriage.com quiz. Again, that's bravemarriage.com quiz. Today's episode is titled, Honor Your Father and Mother. Now, for some, that feels like no problem to do, but for others, that feels like a tall order. Honor your father and mother can be a loaded phrase in a lot of ways and leave us asking, what does that even mean? Or, I know I'm supposed to do that, but how in the world do I when my family was so dysfunctional? And whatever response you have to that phrase is completely understandable, as I'm sure I'd come to know if I could hear each of your stories. But I wanted to start here because it's really important that all of us gain a more balanced perception of our parents and a more well-rounded understanding of our family of origin. And here's why. Because our own marital and parental health depend on it. And along those lines, what we pass over and don't work through in our own lives gets passed on or passed down. So with that... I want you to keep one idea central in your mind throughout the month of November, and it's this. All of us have family of origin issues. 100% of us were raised by imperfect human parents and imperfect families. Therefore, all of us have family of origin issues. And to all my parents listening, so will your kids. Just as the health and well-being of your own parents had an impact on you, so will your health and well-being impact the family you raise. And so I think if we can remember this up front, it will keep us humble as we think about our own parents and families of origin, allowing us to extend them grace as we do. So honor your father and mother is the fifth commandment that God gives his people, the Israelites, in Exodus 20. It's the first commandment that addresses any sort of human relationship, and it's the only commandment with a condition which says, Honor your father and mother that it may go well with you, that you may have long life. So, fun fact, I took Hebrew for fun in college. 
I just thought it would be fun to learn to read the Bible in its original language, which I did not learn to do in two semesters, by the way. Reading Hebrew is one thing, translating it without a lexicon is another. But anyway, the word that's used here at the beginning of Exodus 20.12 is kabed. So where in English it's translated to honor, in the original language it means something more like to give appropriate or proper weight to. Well, that makes sense, right? Seems appropriate. I mean, our parents were the ones who co-created with God to bring and give us life in the first place. And like it or not, they were also the first examples we looked to as kids to tell us something about God. What I mean is our notions, our ideas about God, were first shaped by our parents, our authority figures, our moral teachers. Talk about a weighty role. And by the way, just as you feel the weight of your upbringing, I promise you, your parents feel it too. They may not understand it in the same way you do, and they may not understand your experience as a child of their parenting, but they certainly felt the weight of that role and the responsibility that parenthood brings. But as we become adults, we have to continue to give appropriate weight to our parents' roles in our lives, which is what we'll explore today as we continue on in this episode. And if you don't mind, I know I usually pray at the end, But this feels like a heavier subject this month, so I'm just going to pray now that, God, you'd be with those for whom this topic is uncomfortable or hard to hear at times, and that you would begin to show all of us who you are over and above who we may think you are based on our individual upbringings. And I pray that you would be honored through these next few episodes. All right. Now, as you're listening, you probably identify more so with one of two camps when it comes to the way you think about your upbringing. In the first camp, there are those who would say, I had wonderful parents and a really good upbringing. In the second camp, there are those who would say, I had a pretty lousy parent or parents and a pretty crappy upbringing. And so as we begin to talk about our families of origin today, I want to address both camps so that we'll all come out healthier than we were before. Because remember, all of us have family of origin issues. So in part one of Honor Your Mother and Father, we're going to start with those who'd say, I had wonderful parents and a really good upbringing. How does this camp honor their father and mother as adults? Well, I first want to share with you some tendencies of those in this category. These individuals are more likely than others to grow up honoring, respecting, and thinking highly of their parents. They're more likely to think back on their upbringing and perceive it positively. But these individuals are also more likely to have a skewed view of their parents as all good. Because as kids, we reason in black and white. We think in kind of all-or-nothing terms, making sense of things as all good or all bad. So if we have a more positive experience, there's a tendency to label our parents as all good. And if we had a more negative experience, we tend to label our parents as all bad. What this can lead to, though, as we talk about those who've had a positive childhood experience, is an unrealistic romanticizing or an idealization of their upbringing. So those in this camp are more likely to have never questioned the way their parents did things 
or to really think through who they want to be as adults or as spouses or as parents themselves. Because they never had to. Because their family of origin worked for them. And so, naturally, that's the way it's done, right? And it doesn't seem like this would be an issue. It seems like that would be a really good thing. And in so many ways, it is. Until those with great childhoods get married and are then confronted with their own bias. Their subconscious belief that the way their family did things is most assuredly the best way. When in reality, it was just simply one way of doing things. So if you are someone who identifies more so in this camp than in the other, here are three ways to honor your father and mother as adults to give appropriate weight to their role in your life. Number one, name what's good. We talked about this in a previous episode related to our spouses, but the same thought applies to our parents. Continue to honor and respect your parents by absolutely acknowledging all the positive ways you were raised and by verbally appreciating their gifting you with a good childhood and upbringing. Because listen, if you had a good childhood, it's because your parents were intentional about it. It's because they recognized their power and influence over you as a child, and they stewarded that responsibility as best they knew how, which you're now benefiting from as an adult. So first and foremost, name what's good. Number two, honor your individual experience. Sometimes we can grow up to be adults having a strong sense of family identity, but not a super strong sense of ourselves. How does this happen? Well, it happens by honoring our parents to the exclusion of ourselves, which, as it turns out, isn't fully honoring after all. See, giving appropriate weight to our parents means fully appreciating who they are in our lives and the sacrifices they've made for us, yet without denying or minimizing our own hurt or pain or disappointment as adults as we begin to better understand the both-and nature of our childhood experiences. Here's what I mean. Until we personally wrestle with what was both good and not so good, until we realize it's possible to grow up with parents who are both amazing and imperfect, or that it's possible to have a childhood that was both wonderful and hard at times, we'll never be able to wholeheartedly honor our parents. It's the same concept as idealizing our spouses. So if we go on trying to love our idea of our spouse rather than our actual spouse, we forfeit the opportunity we have for real intimacy and unconditional love in our marriage. The same is true with our parents. If we go on trying to honor the idealized version of them that we've created in our memory, will forfeit the opportunity as adults for a deeper, truer relationship with them. And just as placing our partners on a pedestal never ends well, neither does placing our parents on a pedestal. The danger here is that your parents would become the subconscious standard against which everything else is measured. It becomes an invisible power over the way that you live, over the way you view yourself, your spouse, and your family or future family. But when you give proper weight to your mother and father, not more or less weight than is due, 
You're then free to love and honor your parents with no strings attached on your end. And the more you're able to honor your own experience, the more likely you are to reduce the risk of passing on unhealthy attachments or idealizations in your own marriage and family. Which brings me to point number three. In order to do that, in a way that honors your father and mother, it's imperative that as an adult, you learn to see your parents as three-dimensional. Learn to see your parents not just as one-dimensional beings, as if the only role they ever had in their lives was as your parent, (laughs) but rather, broaden your perspective of them as an adult to incorporate into your own mental schema their roles as sons and daughters, brothers and sisters, husbands and wives, and as individuals with God-given identities, gifts, and callings. As children, we're obviously very egocentric and necessarily so, but as adults, if we don't come to recognize that our parents are human beings first made in the image of God and our parents second, we'll continue to idealize them, to expect too much of them, and to be consistently disappointed by others we love simply because they're different or do things differently than our parents did. So as you seek to honor your father and mother as an adult, here's your action step for today. First, determine whether or not you fall into the category we talked about today. Are you someone who loves, adores, and respects your parents? If so, I want you to consider the idea, if you haven't before, that your parents, though wonderful, are also human. How does your realization of that then impact the way you view your upbringing? the way you view yourself, the way you view your spouse. And next week, we'll continue on with part two of this episode, talking to those who identify in the second category we mentioned earlier. And real quick, if you've been on the fence about signing up for the Courageous Conversations workshop happening November 17th, now's your chance. We have one spot left, so to learn more and reserve your spot, go to bravemarriage.com slash courageous-conversations. Again, that's bravemarriage.com slash courageous-conversations. My prayer for you this week is simply that God would take first place in your heart, that he would show you where you've accidentally idealized your mother and father rather than honor them as the gift to you that they are. I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Love is not about Love is not a bond Love is just as fragile as it is